0: Welcome to Brand and New, brought to you by the International Trademark Association. INTA is a global association representing more than 30,000 brand owners and professionals dedicated to supporting trademarks and related intellectual property to foster consumer trust, economic growth, and innovation. In this podcast series, every two weeks host Audrey Dove shares with you a new topic related to innovation and its impact for the legal world, with a special focus on intellectual property.
1: My guests today are Julia Talke and Mladen Vukmir, the leaders of the INTA Brands and Innovation Committee. Mladen leads the IP law firm Vukmir & Associates in Croatia, focused on various domains, including conflict resolution methods. He has devoted his rich career to technology. After time spent in the Silicon Valley, boss as a lawyer, and also as an expert of the social changes caused by tech. Julia is the Global Council for Trademarks and Branding at Lumileds in Germany, a recent spin-off from Philips Electronics in the innovative field of automotive lighting and LEDs. She has been working as a trademark lawyer for years, particularly in fashion and tech. They will tell us more about this key INTA committee, its main goals and missions. Julia and Mladen, let's start from the beginning. What is the correlation between brands and innovation?
2: Well, innovation uh, was defined as meaning a change that makes a difference in any particular societal context and that alters the manner in which markets or society interact or operate. When we look at brand uh, definition, Uh, That one says that brand means total identity of a product, service, organization, an individual, or any item. And then it says that people relate to. So there is a strong element of a relation between brand and those to whom brand communicates. And then it says that it's to connect with intellectually, physiologically, and emotionally saying that brand is a complex multi-layered promise by the owner of consistent level of quality and of what will be delivered and experienced. And this gives us a human element, which before lawyers were not necessarily using in their definition of a trademark as, as such. So what's prominent in your view? I think that element of trust came to the forefront. And if you look the the strategy, I think that really what will be driving a relation of consumers and brands is the question of trust and of brand integrity.
3: I can only echo that. And what INTA also has expressed very well in its strategic plan is, um, and I like the word, is embrace Brands and innovation is not something that we usually think of as going hand in hand, or it's not something that we've thought of in the past as having some sort of correlation. And we're starting to look into the relationship between the two, how one influences the other. And innovation is oftentimes um, perceived as, as an abstract, not something that brand owners necessarily may look at or or think has an an impact on brands and on their brands in particular. But we're seeing more and more that there is a correlation between them. And I think um, the different subcommittees that we have within our committee are looking at the different relationships between innovation and and brands. So I think it's not just one correlation. I think it's, it's more of a relationship. You just made reference to
1: brand and innovation subcommittees. What are the spectrum and the missions of your committee
3: and such subcommittees? We are basically looking at brand innovation from five different perspectives. So we've divided into five different uh, subcommittees. We have the uh, technology impact monitoring subcommittee, the consumer impact subcommittee, and we have a research policy development subcommittee, the Programming and Communication Subcommittee and the Stakeholder Outreach Subcommittee. All subcommittees are looking into different aspects, um, all tied to, obviously, INTA's strategic plan. And our goal is to, in these different subcommittees, come up with uh, reports and propositions, studies, if possible, to look at that relationship and that possible correlation between brands and innovation. Could you share some of the topics that are explored and
1: what you would like to achieve there?
2: So, The Programming and Communications Subcommittee has been selected to develop and present a panel on brand meaning and valuation in the age of millennial consumerism at the 2019 Annual Meeting. At the same time, through the joint efforts of Programming and Communications and Stakeholder Outreach Subcommittees, our committee will present on 4D technology. 4D printing? Uh, 4D printing is a technology in which something is printed in a shape and has three dimensions and then has a capability of changing if triggered or uh, released to change on a time scale, meaning fourth dimension. So the 4D technology, this will be uh, presented together with um, uh, representatives of International Technology Law Association, which is a result of our stakeholder outreach subcommittee work. And uh, also, uh, both of these subcommittees are exploring opportunities to work with Anti-Counterfeiting Committee, uh, that's INTAS, Anti-Counterfeiting Committee, on joint webinar series on blockchain technology, which is promising also to bring uh, certain novel Uh, aspects in uh, in anti-counterfeiting combat.
3: Yeah. And, you know, uh, more generally talking, part of our mission is that uh, different industries are using next generation technologies differently and we're all learning. And this is part of our mission to look at that. Well, I'm a brand owner, uh, so I always look at things from a brand owner perspective. What we as brand owners can do to not fall off that bandwagon, to embrace that, to make sure our brands are strong and keep strong.
2: One thing related to um, INTA's strategic plan and um, computer impact subcommittee, which, is, uh, which was founded in this term, and it was Julia who was instrumental and pointing in this direction. This is actually, in my understanding, one of the uh, most concrete uh, putting the consumer as a stakeholder within INTA works. Because we are trying to harness that aspect of relation between the brand and the consumer from the consumer's point of view. This is novel for Intel, but now we are trying to give consumer a voice and see how the brand owners perceive this uh, role of the consumer as someone who is in an active interchange with their brand.
1: You are respectively in-house counsel in a large company for you, Julia, and attorney in private practice for you, Mladen. And you have both been practicing IP law for many years. You said earlier what made you decide to get involved with INTA and more specifically with the Brands and Innovation Committee. But what led you to put innovation at the center of your reflections on IP legal practice?
3: Um, Well, I work in a very tech-heavy environment. Um, Everything here is about technology, about patents, about innovation. And brands are oftentimes, I don't want to say forgotten, but kind of pushed to the back burner. And for me, the Brands Innovation Committee, when I first read about it, was a kind of like an eye-opener, kind of like it doesn't have to be that way. So that is why I jumped on that opportunity, because I think, especially in an industry like like mine, and we work in in LEDs and automotive lighting, uh, and there is a lot of innovation, now innovation in in the technical sense. And it was very important for me to kind of bridge that gap in a way and see what I can do better and where I can work better to make sure that as the brand ambassador basically of the company, I embrace that and I also add value to, uh, to our brand and to our company by embracing the technology and innovation and innovation also in the sense of, of consumer behavior. What about hume Leiden?
2: INTA is doubtlessly a very strong pool because of its uh, global and open-minded way of operating. This open-mindedness also, in a way, extended to the innovation because I was so impressed with technology throughout my career, really, from the outset, that I was looking for those IP associations that were equally open to technology and studying the social impact that technologies are bringing. And INTA really was far ahead in the past of the others. Then INTA got very serious about uh, studying innovation and change and overtook me even in that terms, uh, really, by uh, setting this at the very center of its, of its activity. So for me, that was really uh, an ideal environment to pursue my interest and taking then uh, into account INTA's Um, actual presence, uh, very strong presence, you know, uh, on so many countries and regions and industries. That also gives an individual a feeling that um, his or her ideas uh, will reach uh, others.
1: And are there specific challenges for you in relation to new technologies in your respective countries?
3: Well, my role is global, so I'm, I'm not just focusing on Germany, but I think talking talking from experience one of the biggest challenges is keeping up to date there every time you turn around there's something new coming mostly from china um, when it comes to new ways of doing things so i think the biggest challenge is just to keep up to date and keep up to date looking beyond your national borders because the innovation is not just happening within the geographical boundaries it's happening pretty much everywhere And you don't want to be caught by surprise by something coming from outside of your national borders. So I think in in that respect, um, associations like INTA are key because they give us the opportunity to learn what is going on pretty much everywhere around the world.
2: Uh, if you think of Croatia giving the world someone like Nikola Tesla or other scientists that might be uh, less uh, famous but made equally important uh, contributions like Ruder Bošković or Andrea Mohorovicic, uh, you would know uh, the physical units of that are named after them and so on. Uh, you know, this is another perspective. So a challenge for uh, being effective in a small country is... Rather, I would say, different than in a big country where you have heavy resources, where you have predefined outreach possibilities and so on. I mean, fighting for visibility is a challenge for Croatians, be it scientists or lawyers when they go out. So I think that this is common to many countries in the world. Do you see
3: other challenges to address, Julia? I mean, coming also from, as I said before, a technology company, what we also realize and what... One of our biggest challenges is, um, and this is a challenge we face in most countries that have a very well-developed legal system, is that the law is oftentimes also a barrier for technology and innovation, because everything is so heavily regulated that if there is something new that comes along that does not fit in the cookie cutter box of these regulations, it is stifled or um, made more difficult to actually proceed and we see that all the time with led technology for automotive for example and we're having one of our biggest challenges is basically lobbying to change those laws to actually make innovation and progress possible to be able to give that to the consumer it's very important also for the consumer to know that with a new technology and a new innovation, if it has, for example, our brand on it, they can trust that that technology, that that innovation, that that new uh, opportunity they're given is safe and reliable and legal. So those are also challenges for, for us.
1: Yes, it's
3: all about trust. And if
1: we go back now to the brand and Innovation Committee, can you tell us what's hot on the agenda of the committee for the coming months? Any particular initiative? Event or project?
2: Well, I spoke about the programs that we are contributing to directly. There is another uh, inter program, which I think is quite important, that's coming up in February in Paris, called Embracing
3: the Change. Mm-hmm. The the New York conference in March, I think it's a business of brands conference. That's also something to watch out for. And more generally speaking, we are in the process of putting some really good reports together that we will be presenting to the board and I'm sure that there will come some very interesting bulletins for INTA within the next couple of months on on certain aspects of these reports that we're putting together and I'm very personally because I think it's also a little bit of my brainchild I'm very excited about the consumer impact subcommittee's uh, report. So to conclude, can you tell us your secrets?
1: If you were to give our listeners one practical advice to source to be more knowledgeable in high technologies, what would it be, Mladen?
2: My doctor says we did not evolve as a species for this type of identity and the environment that changes so much. We need to step back as much as possible, I would say. You know, with stepping back, there is another advantage. And this is that when one is too involved in technological change, that you really lose sight of the social impact. And this is probably the most important part. The tech is out there endlessly fascinated with the technology itself. But I guess that uh, us who studied law, we owe uh, to our professional integrity some kind of a a look at the social impact of what technologies bring. So this is my preferred way of uh, dealing uh, with this change. In practical terms, I do this following mostly on the Internet nowadays. Although in the past there were some important books, but I would advise everyone to to follow. You know, there are many sources like uh, MIT and uh, many specialized editions uh, devoted to technological change. So it's not really difficult. Uh, Even if you Google simply something, you know, you will find uh, tons of that. It is all over.
3: There's just so much new information, new technology out there that it's almost impossible to learn at all. So I think pick what is important to you, to your business, to your clients, um, and learn that. And for me, my source to really help me with this is actually not a book, it's not a publication. It's the people in my organization. I talk to my marketing team, I talk to my sales team, and I see what's important to them because they are at the forefront of communicating with the consumers and that is really what is key to them has to be a priority for me if there is something new that they come up with or something new that they've heard of then i talk to them and i i, I jump onto that and i learn about that and i try and help them with that thank you julia thanks mladen thank you well, thank you, you.
1: My guests today were the current co-leaders of the INTA Brands and Innovation Committee, Julia Talke
0: and Mladen Vukmir. Thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in every two weeks on Tuesday for future episodes of Brand and New, a podcast from the International Trademark Association. If you liked this episode and think someone else would too, please share it. And to learn more about INTA, please visit INTA.org.